Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show, Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us. Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com slash twoblackgirlswomenx. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Beautiful. Welcome to the Stop Formula One podcast. My name is Nasha. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Joining me as ever is Tandy, co-host, co-founder. That's you. <laughs> Big dances. I love it. What Hi, is guys. On? What's good? How are you feeling? Um, angry. Angry angry she's not happy she is not happy people who people have been anticipating your words the streets are calling out for your analysis after <laughs> after your favorite guy did his favorite thing but we'll mm. get into that later in this race but look guys <laughs> guys you guys thought that we were you guys thought we were big time before let me tell you now we're Fuck big now. time now we're big okay. time now we're big time now Look, we've had some big guests on the show before, yeah. But it's going down today, baby. We have got man like see, I, I, I'm building this up. We got he's got one of the biggest YouTube channels on F1 in the world. In the world. He's he's on Veloce with your boy Aldous and, and Hayden, they're doing a the madness, they're driving cars around tracks. Can you believe it? We've got none other than the Pink Panther himself, Tomo. How's it going, bro? Round of applause for this guy. Bro, you you, you've made me turn the colour of my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, it's an uh, absolute it. pleasure to be on. We had you um, yeah. on my channel quite recently. I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tandy, we'll line you up at some point as well, for sure. Uh, but yeah, thank yeah, you so much for having me. I, um, I Like I was saying before, I'll, I'll watch this, but I always stick this podcast on in the background. Like if I'm prepping... I cooked a nice pilot tonight. Oh, nice! And this is this is this is the prime kind of content I like to just stick on in the background while I'm doing a bit of an edit, bit of an edit. You know what I mean? And nice. pleasure, pleasure. Nice. I'm, I'm a bit starstruck myself, you know. Oh, uh, look, where well, look, fans of fans. He only means me, not Yasha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell him that, Tandy. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's true though. Like, I am, I am really just the prop. Shut allow, up. Allow <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just, this is the Tandy show. Uh, I'm just here to edit the things and make sure that she signs the on the show. You know, look, if anything will, if anything will bash your confidence, it's people coming up to me like, I love your podcast. Tandy's so cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wicked. Love that. Tandy's podcast, you mean, right? Yeah, 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 pretty podcast. much. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, thank you for coming on. Look, we um we have had a uh, quite the quite the race, quite the season. I want to ask you though, 
obviously you're you're a big f1 um content creator but how did you become an f1 fan how did tommy become an f1 fan you know what i mean like some so my kind of route was a bit unorthodox like i've spoken to a lot of people and asked them this kind of same question how did you get into it and it tends to be through like a family member or a friend or i don't know like something like kind of early doors when you're a kid but it's weird for me because none of my, like my parents weren't, none of my mates were at school, like aunties, uncles, none of that. N- no one was into F1. So it's hard for me to kind of nail down because it's not like I can ask like my uncle, for example, yeah. oh, when did I watch my first race with you? Um, my kind of earliest memory is just the, the Schumacher kind of Hakkinen era, um, which would have been when I was kind of like seven, uh, six, mm-hmm. seven years old. Um, and just being kind of, it's that West um, McLaren that yeah, used one. to race that. He was my, he was my guy. He was, he was my kind of hero because he was always like the under Schumacher kind of. Yeah. You know, you know Schumacher was kind of on top, and Hackenden was always like chomping at the bit. And again, being West Ham, being Albon, I love an underdog, and so <laughs> that was my kind of approach. But um, yeah, I, I, I can't I can't say for sure, but I think. That's where, I don't know, it probably right. just came on telly once and I was like, this looks oh, fun. Because I've always just loved cars as well. It's not just motorsport. Like I think mm. I loved cars first okay. and then that translated into motor racing. So nice. No, I think I'm Great. pretty similar. I, I just one day started the TV on and I was like, oh, this is sick. And mm. then uh, just uh, just stuck with it. I just, and yeah, I'm going to try. It's like, um, if I ever have a kid, I'm going to indoctrinate it it <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever creature i create <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna it's i'm not gonna take it down the football path like i'm not gonna show him the pain of arsenal you I'm can't gonna, do arsenal too no, no i'm not gonna i would i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy let alone <laughs> my my kid i want to but i will try and bring him into or her into formula one and uh and that would be a lovely thing because i yeah, never formula one sundays at yours let's have it yeah we'll i'll still be that guest who's got yeah. no kids no husband but just comes and sits on your couch like i do anyway yeah tomo we have this thing where you know there's like guest etiquette yeah where you know if, <laughs> if someone comes to your house they'll bring something maybe some wine they'll be like oh do you know it? Tandage comes round, absolutely empty-handed, straight to the fridge. What have you got? What have you got? What's it? Give me this. Give me that. And it's just like, oh, okay. Well, that's- surely you can at least get like a six-pound bottle of prosecco from Last Tesco. Last time or something. I bought two bottles of wine. She did buy two you. bottles of wine, and I bought my personality <laughs> and my witty humour, which is always was- best. You can't but- put a price on that. You can't, can't put a price, price on, that. on that. But that was also because we had, we had, oh, oh! we had fucking. Oscar winner and Martin Grid Walker. Martin Grid Walker. Trayvon for dinner. And so yeah. I was like, oh, thank you for bringing that wine round. But did you guys see Trayvon on the grid? With uh, the Oscar. With the Oscar. Mate, I love it. I said, my flipping goat. My He's God. So, you know yeah. what? You can just tell that he loves it. He's there purely for the, yeah. for the sport. And that's oh, always yeah. nice to see. Because you know yeah. a lot of the celebrities that they're not. But you can tell, like, did you see him with his... Uh, his helmet. I think it was Kimmy's yeah, helmet. Yeah, he got gifted yeah. it after the race. Yeah. <laughs> you look buzzing. Let me tell you now. You I'll ask. I'll ask him if I can put this on the thing, right? But I was like, you literally left with a bag of ticks from this race, yeah? Because he had, <laughs> there was long, he had two bags for. I was like, brother, show me like 
what you've left, like, uh, Mexico with. <laughs> Your but whole. It's got, I'll show you on here. Can you guys see? This is just like a whole bag full of caps. What? There's just fucking bear caps from the drivers. He's got the helmet from Kimmy. He's got the helmet from uh, Giovinazzi. Like, Alfa Romeo. What? Not- he was like, do you Mate, know they treated him well. They treated him great. nicely. Not- he needs to do like a YouTube video, like an unboxing of all of his bits. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd watch That's that. I, I, I said he could open a whole museum with them things there. Like, <laughs> I, I just can't believe it. Absolutely living his best life. Big up Trayvon. Um, so, guys, uh, Tomo, I'll come to you. Um, on your channel, uh, I came yes. on. If you've not seen it, well, I'll probably put the link in here, and obviously it will probably did, pop indeed. up. You'd be like, "Watch this show." Um, <laughs> but uh, we had some predictions that you know. You asked me to do some predictions. Um, I want to come on and say, yeah, that I was very, very like non-biased. I tried to put my best professional face. I on was it, impressed. Yeah. I was. Oh, look. I mean, look, to be fair, if I did what I wanted to do, I would have looked even worse because I, would, I wanted to just say six Hamilton wins and <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, obviously I predicted Hamilton to win the last race. didn't happen. I did predict uh, Max to win this one. I, I think you did too. Um, yes. Was this weekend... Um, as quick as the Red Bulls were, were you still surprised by, I guess, the 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 pace of the Red Bulls in the race, or um, or did you kind of expect that gap in performance? I'm not. I'm not massively surprised because Mexico is such a it's such a unique, not just the track itself, but you've got the the elevation. Uh, you've got it's. It, I think it's like tw- uh, I think you lose like twenty to twenty five percent. It's twenty to twenty five percent thinner the air. Yeah, Mercedes have always struggled with with temperature. Yeah, and I feel like this was always going to be one where if there if the gap was going to be bigger because I feel like I feel like overall on a, on a standard circuit the cars are are very close. I feel like it's yeah. at a level where the drivers are going to make more of a difference. Um, personally but at, at Mexico it's one of them where because of those kind of environmental factors um and it is just it's it's one of the only races I don't know of any others off the top of my head that are raced at that kind of altitude not, not that high no I mean you've got Interlagos which is but not as much and yeah. then there was always there always used to be heat problems in Austria I remember Mercedes used to struggle in Austria sometimes but they kind of got that right now but yeah no for sure Mexico is the the highest altitude that we Yeah and because at. Red Bull have been able to capitalize there in the past and even though Lewis won last time you know you think well if Max doesn't you know drive through yellow flags and because <laughs> yeah. he didn't even need to finish that lap in 2019 yeah, no. like he could have just to it as well Yeah yeah literally yeah. it was just like yeah I did um like he he on pace, he probably should have won that race. And obviously Lewis and Max tangled as well. Um, so it's one of them. Well, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised. I know the expectation was there for Mexico. Um, and yeah, I just think that kind of the, the, the step that Red Bull has made relative to Mercedes, that was always going to be an uphill battle for Mexico. And that's exactly how it turned out to be. No thanks to Valtteri, of course. <laughs> 
will get to my man. Trust me. <laughs> just a little bit of salt, just to yeah, no, get things you. rolling. Yeah, no, thank you. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think you know <laughs> this podcast. We no invitation to to assess Valtteri Bottas's performances, but I guess okay. If we're gonna get into that, let's take it back a day. Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Tandy. Um. Oof, Bottas puts it on pole mm. and Hamilton puts it on second. At yeah. that point, what are you thinking? How are I'm you thinking, feeling? I'm thinking we've got a clear, solid strategy. Yeah. It's not our favourite right? first, but we've got a strategy, lads. Do you know what I mean? We went yeah, to bed, yeah. we mapped it out, <laughs> we put yeah. our uniform right next to us on the pillow, and we said, Valtteri, yeah. well done. You've done well it, done. my guy. Well and done. He put us there. Did we not say Great that? Lap. We did it. We did. Great lap. We did. He did. We did. We so well, Valtteri. You're so well since you got the contract, Valtteri. Well done, Valtteri. We even put his picture on the fridge. Do you know what I'm saying? Well done. Well done. A star for you. Joey. A star for you. We yeah. Yeah. Side of Valtteri. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't go that far. But even props. Maybe you should have. Maybe you should have. Maybe we should have. Maybe that's what was necessary. We gave him, we gave him marshmallows in his hot cocoa for once. Nice. For bed, you know. Yeah. Woke him up. So get in the shower, you know, lad. Have you got this? It's easy. You got Maybe this. a sauna. We yeah, know he loves a sauna. Like, trust me, loves man, a sauna. You know, you've got this valtry. We've got, you know, the strategy. He said, he said, good. Now get in the car, and then you know. Okay, so now I can use this. For the listeners, I was testing out this sound. And as I was testing it out, Tomo literally came into the came Never onto felt the court. so rejected in my and life. I was like, to be honest. This is not how I wanted to welcome <laughs> this guy onto the pod. But honestly, if Valtteri, like, if this was Valtteri on Saturday, we're happy. Well done. Oh, you done great. It quickly turned. To... Boo! Get off the stage! You oh, suck! <laughs> right. You need to leave! <laughs> okay, guys. So I've watched. I've watched this. I can't tell you how many times I've watched this. Hey. Stuff, right? Many. I've, I've watched it. I've watched all angles. I've watched mm-hmm. Valtteri's on board. I've watched Lewis is on board. I've watched Max is on board. I've watched the the race. I've watched the helicopter thing. Mm-hmm. Tanya, we'll come to you. Yeah, I want to let the guest. <laughs> I want to. I don't know. Go off, Tandy. Go on. Go off. Tandy, what do you think my man was thinking about still? Like, what, what do you think? Like, in his mind, yeah, I want you to tell me off the start. Mm. Everyone's. Mm. The, the plan is okay, guys, Toto's there. Guys, nice. you see that thing? You know in Peaky Blinders that when Tom's like, no fighting, no fighting, no <laughs> fucking yeah. fighting, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Keep behind you. Don't worry about each other. Mm-hmm. Just keep stepping behind you. Mm-hmm. And at first, yeah, I was like, cool. It Synchronized was, starting. There was a it, clear strategy. It was calm. Lewis Every- was this side, yeah. Bottas this side. Just All you calm. had to do was protect either side, yeah? That's what yeah? it was. What did you do? 
He didn't on do that. Podcast, <laughs> I like to say, you know, on this podcast, I like to say, ah, oh, you know what? We're only, we're not trying to be mean to him. It's like a parent telling off a child. Yeah, yeah, Valtteri yeah. Bottas, you are my stepchild. Yeah. Oh. You should have took your ass to boarding school when I said so. Uh, should have never let you come. <laughs> you are home record. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> wow! Fair play. That is. That was. That was. No, no. Hey, there's yeah, levels yeah. to that one. That was for you. I mean, that that, that cut deep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ask this wow. man how long he's been driving for. It was simple. Rear view yeah. mirrors, my guy. It was so... I, guys, I'm going to be honest. I don't have a driving license, yeah? <laughs> I would even... I... <laughs> oh, my God. I would know that I have to look at my... Review mirrors and yeah. see what the strategy already was. Yeah. Lewis is here. You're here. Protect either side. He's not it done that. It was so simple. It was <laughs> so simple, you guys. It, it was, it was, uh, it was so simple. Tomo, come on. So you're, you're, you're someone who I think has a driver's license. I, I do. Yeah. I have been driving yeah. for almost 11 years now. Yeah. So. Yeah. so that's a while. Okay. Picked up yeah. some mileage in my time. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've done some miles. Uh, yeah. So um, a couple of rear view mirrors have been checked. A couple of wing mirrors have been checked. Mm-hmm. So look, Tomo, for, I guess for those who are maybe new to the sport mm-hmm. um, and maybe think uh, – and there may be people who kind of see our tweets and, and watch the video and, and they might think, uh, you know, these guys are being quite harsh. You know, they've, they've called him a stepchild and we would say fair. But... <laughs> I mean, yeah. But no, the thing is, I would love to come here and play devil, devil's advocate. Right? Yeah. But in this instance, I cannot, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't fathom. I can't understand you like in this situation, right? All Valtteri needed to do was maintain a gap between his left, the left side of his car and the end of the track of about two thirds of a car's width. Right. So it's, it's wide enough that he's not like right on the side. Okay. But it's not wide enough that Max can get up there. He doesn't need rear view mirrors. Just (laughs) just stay, just maintain position on the optimum because that's the optimum part of the track. It's got the most grip. It's not dusty. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Lewis can maintain a two third gap between him and Valtteri. And then if Max wants to go on the inside, Crack on. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be able to slow down, right? Yeah. Because it's the dirty side of the track. Bottas doesn't need to even look in his mirrors. He just needs to maintain that gap. Maintain right? that gap. I, I can't. I, I, I'm sorry. I've got, I've got no explanation as to why he didn't. Why he moved over to the right. You could see he moved over. Yeah. It started great. He was yeah. perfect for the first few seconds. And oh. then he just started to drift over to the right mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. And I don't know what he was able to achieve from that. And yeah, 
Sounds really and Max, like he, he got up the inside, and there was like there was even there was space as well. Like yeah. Max, he, he left more than a car's worth yeah. of battery on the left. I don't, I don't get it. I, I'm, no. I can't defend it. There's no, no I can't no. picture a, a, an alternative way of looking at it because. It's clear as day. I'm it's sorry. I, I don't I don't get it. No, it's crazy. Tandy. Bottas. <laughs> when you say his name like that, yeah. Oh my god. The thing is, yeah, there's so many videos where you're like, Bounty Bottas. Bounty <laughs> <laughs> Bottas was Sam Lewis in the back. <laughs> he would. Sorry, sorry. Lewis, Lewis called this man his greatest teammate of all time. Yeah, I know. And I can't it just it, it must have been just I don't know Valtteri's just got caught up in the moment seen a car because Lewis, Lewis had a I think he had a slightly better start than Valtteri yeah and he's seen a car and he's like oh yeah. I should squeeze this yeah. oh wait it's but oh no for, oh okay I've been spun out by Ricardo you know what I mean it just happens yeah. so quickly I understand this happens very quickly I understand these are these are fine but but these ref one drivers, these are meant to be the best in the world. We should be holding them to the highest possible standard. And mm-hmm. there is no, I, I can't, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't how fathom this- why he would leave the gap. <laughs> how, how much, um, how much did they pay him? Millions, mate. Okay, but how I much mean- did Red Bull pay him to pull that stunt? <laughs> no, though. I don't even know if they had to, Tandy. I reckon they just went to him. Hey, there's some cash in hand. Are you going to have that? You gonna? These guys have been taking the piss out of you. This is your last season at Mercedes. Lewis has made you look like a mug for years. You're gonna have that, Valtteri. Christian Order in his ear beforehand. You can picture it, can't you? Even helmet. Yeah. You got to. Even Checo's dad. You gotta have that. I mean. I would listen to Checo's dad, oh, whatever he said. He's oh, like, he's, he's yeah. the most beautiful man ever. <laughs> Checo's dad is me, yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, oh, do like, oh, your son's got third. No, we got third. No. Nah. Yeah. If Lewis finds a way to win this title, that is going to be you after Abu Dhabi, mate. Mm-hmm. Like, Trust me. <laughs> um, trust me. Um, so, so Tandy, you, yeah. you think he? You think there was? Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I'm not gonna lie I, to you. I just, I'm not saying because trust me, there's not much that's going on up there with Valtteri, and it hasn't been for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying maybe that it wasn't all completely his fault, but I'm saying 20% of me is saying maybe we should text, check, text, check his text messages and emails. Check his text. He's probably just replying to trolls on Instagram all day. That's the problem. He hasn't replied uh, me the, yet. <laughs> the problem with, yeah. you know what, I, what I will say is, uh, there's a couple of things that I will say, yeah. One, uh, word, on, word on the street is that um, maybe things may not have been as harm, harmonious as, as, as portrayed within Mercedes and, 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 Bottas's uh, willingness to help out may not be as um, transparent or as as much as I guess is made out. And I and for me, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I've been pissed off with Valtteri Bottas on so many occasions, but the times I've been really pissed off with Valtteri this season specifically are the times when he has acted in his own interests. And this is not the first time. If this was the first time he'd done something like this, I would, I'd still be pissed off, and he'd still be getting it. But I, 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 I was mad yesterday. Mm. 
in Spain, where he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't move past for Lewis. Yeah, even though he was on the worst strategy, he was like, "Oh, I'm just thinking about my race." It was like my guy, like you, you know what I mean. There was another race where it was he such ne- a half-assed like one yeah. as well. He didn't even he didn't even properly defend. He like half defended, yeah, but half let right. Lewis pass. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just like what are you doing? There was a time where he took fastest lap or nearly took fastest lap off Lewis. Yeah, this season. I remember that. I think he took it off that him, didn't ju- he? That he, he yeah he did no he he oh, did, did. He yeah uh, but then Lewis had got it on the but then Lewis got it back yeah yeah Lewis mm. got it. so it's like and then he was like I'm just having fun I'm just like are you fucking dumb having like fun are you essentially what he said on the radio yeah, I'm just I'm saying yeah like bro are you okay like we can't be doing it not this season this season's not the time for fun no and then you've got Russia again. But you've mm. got one job. Please keep Verstappen behind you. But let me tell you now, yeah, people of Quick Stop F1, I'm going to tell you something, yeah. Me, back in the day, I what made some of you may call a whore, okay? I was, I was, I was, I was giving it up everywhere, anywhere, <laughs> anytime. I'm just telling you now. This was Steady me. Steady on that. This was me, okay? I. Yeah. I got around, uh, and look, let's we're all sex positive on here. Let's yeah. not sex shame. So, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, is, all, I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, not even an interesting I segue. Gave it up as easy as Valtteri Bottas did. Yeah, Max Verstappen. It's no Russia. fun that way, is it? You know, what I mean? huh? it's no, no it's, fun it's, if you just give it up it's, straight it's, away. You know? Wait, no, it's never been no fun. Valtteri, you got a massive flag. <laughs> We're all sex positive here, though. Slag <laughs> is non-gender specific. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, but no, he's taking a piss. Like, and that's just, I mean, what's that? That's five things this season. That's five races out of 19, 18 races, right? That's 25% nearly of, of all the races that we've had this season. He's done something bad in. And I, for me... This is why this the argument about Bottas or George Russell for me, like I was never I, I, I think Valtteri is is when he's doing okay things, a good number two driver. But there are times when I think his wheel to wheel combat when was the last time you seen Valtteri Bottas? Other than Italy this season, and I there's heavy new engine tax on that. When is the last time you seen him come through the field? Or really defend like his place, like it's. No. I don't. I can't think of any. You, you know, like it, it's it's mad to look back because him and Daniel Ricciardo, they're kind of the same age. They came through the system at the same time, and and I've, I've seen clips of them two racing in like it would have been like GP two at the time. Yeah, and like proper wheel to wheel, and like Ricciardo's known for his like racecraft and yeah. his sends and all that, but like proper wheel to wheel, both of them sometimes, but has to come out on top sometimes, Ricciardo. And I don't know, it's just, it feels like, and even at Williams, like he was doing a fan, like he got that call up to Mercedes on Merit. He was best of the rest, like two, like 2015 and 16. He was pretty much best of the rest, right? Did a fantastic job. Great battling. Again, he got a call up for a reason. Yeah. um, To replace Nico Rosberg going out, world title winner, right? Bottas comes in like, I don't think many people, it was between him and Verline, and I don't think you could begrudge Mercedes too much for making Mm. that, the, the decision with Bottas. And I, 
I, I just don't know. I mean, we, we've seen it this year, you know, Fernando defending against Lewis. We've had, like, you've seen Sonoda defending. Yeah. Like, you, if you want to defend, you you can defend. Like, you, you can understand, right, how, for example, again, in Hungary, Fernando was defending to try and protect his driver and because he doesn't really like Lewis. Um and but you you can like you can defend if you want to defend and like when you've got a Mercedes Benz whether it's the best car or second best it's not it's no worse than that right yeah and I I I, I just feel like his his wheel to wheel his one lap pace can be fantastic he put a quality qualifying lap yeah together in Mexico beat Lewis on merit sweet yeah. but wheel to wheel defending decision making it's just not at that level of Lewis Hamilton. It just, it just had a Mercedes. I feel like Mercedes have always given Valtteri the car to, if he can put a lap together, if he he can put a race together to win world titles. And Lewis has just beaten him every single year and rightly so. Yeah. 100%. So what Uh, you're saying is he's bitter. I mean, that's, this is what I don't understand, right? I I don't understand the, the thought process, like, Surely the best way for Valtteri to go out is to like, and, and his performances generally have like since the Alpha yeah. deal, um, the Alpha deal was announced, have been he scored more points than Max and Lewis before this race, like he scored the most out of, out of anyone. Um, but I don't know, I just I just don't get it. I don't I didn't understand at Catalonia, mm. I didn't understand with the whole fastest lap thing. I don't understand here whether it's just him. I don't know. I I don't look. They're all human beings, and I don't I don't understand where where his mentality at, is at relative to his teammate and to the team because it, like you said, it seems very harmonious from the outside. But I don't know. Maybe it's not on the inside, and he seems like a reasonable bloke. But I don't know. Like some of these actions, I can't I can't find a way of of reaching to to justify them without thinking that it maybe is just a bit petty. I don't know. I, all I'm gonna say is. Alfa Romeo, good luck to you. <laughs> good luck done. to you. Yeah, Romeo, yeah. done. Romeo, done. <laughs> well, look, um, ay, ay, ay. I think I'm going to leave it there with Valtteri. Mm-hmm. I think... We've said what I think everyone thinks. Like, there's, yeah. I can't, again, I haven't seen a, comp- a single compelling argument on Twitter as to mm-hmm. why no. he left that space, but just not concentrating. Yeah, and no it was a massive defense. mistake... Yeah, and it's potentially cost his teammate. Maybe those points will make a difference in the end. It's yeah, hard to say. And I think it's really important to say that when we're... The, the Red Bull pace was so clear, but I think even... Look, even if you're a fan of F1 and, and you know... Okay, my, my girlfriend's just violently closing the door on me. I, I don't know. Nice. It, was, it was already Sink closed. Clap. Didn't need to do that. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> um, so I think she heard the whore comment. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> You're in trouble after this one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Just realized. Uh, so, um, so I can't remember where I was. Oh yeah. So essentially we saw what happened in Austin when mm. Lewis was able to lead the first stint and, you know, maybe Max does get passed on that long straight, you know, the way that they were so close. But we saw with Checo, he got close, but wasn't able to kind of take that pace advantage and time advantage. And, you know, maybe if there was a few more laps, he would have done it. But it didn't really look too threatening by the time that Checo got into the back of Lewis at the end of the race. 
we don't know if he would have got passed on track. So it would have come down to strategy and it would have just opened things up a lot more for Mercedes if Lewis was able to go into uh, mm. turn one ahead or, or whatever. Now, what, what's happened is I think what would have happened, you know, in Austin, if Lewis hadn't taken the lead and Max was able to, to go off into the distance, uh, you know, using the pace that they had on the medium tires. I think that's what would have, you know, we would have had this race in Austin. Um, but we didn't because, you know, Lewis was able to go ahead for, for, you know, for the first in. And that's what I think Mercedes fans are pissed off about it. We're not saying we would have, we're not blaming him that for losing the race. I think we're blaming him for jeopardizing our only real chance of making it a lot closer than it was. Because on pure pace, I think those those Red Bulls were 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 gone, and you know I don't think there was much anyone could have done about yeah. them. So, okay, cool. Four races to go. I can't believe we're now four races left <laughs> in, in this season. It's just, and we're, you know, Smart. two races in two yeah. weeks coming up. We're just at the beginning of a triple header uh, off to Interlagos next. But, um... Sprint race, baby. Sprint race. Sprint race. It's been racing. We all know what happens on sprint race weekends with Verstappen and Lewis. Um, so <laughs> we, do. Uh, we oh do. God, we will see. But I guess for I guess I started this whole thing about half an hour ago talking about our predictions. Tomo, how are you feeling now? Now we've got a bit more data and a bit more information, and you know, and you you know we've had the two races that we've had with the Red Bulls looking the way they are looking and Mercedes looking the way they are looking. Um, what are your thoughts on the title fight this season? And um, I know that you predicted Max to win the title. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess I doubt you've seen anything that would, that would change that, I guess. No, I mean, I, I, I said that, I felt like Max would win the next three. So Cota, Mexico, Brazil, and then Lewis, you know, again, Saudi and Qatar are completely unknown, um, mm. but based off the, what we do know about Saudi particularly. Um, and again, and again, I, I think we saw at Mexico, part of the reason Checo couldn't get past Lewis was just because, you know, that Mercedes straight line speed did seem to be a significant factor. Mm. And again, you have to give credit to Lewis for, you know, managing his battery in the right way, never really giving Sergio a sniff when he had 11 lap fresher tires. Right. And I I think, I I still think, you know, Brazil is probably going to be a Red Bull track. Like you said, there is still a little bit of, um, in terms of altitude, that's still going to be a a factor to less of an extent. Um, And yeah, going, going into those, those last three, um, I mean, Abu Dhabi is a tricky one because, I do still feel that's more of a Mercedes track. I know Max won there last time, but yeah. at the end of the day, Lewis had already wrapped the title. Um, there wasn't really anything to fight for there. Um, if I mean, Albon was catching Lewis by the end of it, so that that says that says how much <laughs> Lewis was actually invested in that race. Um, and then obviously, yeah, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, like we don't know in uh, characteristics. I think maybe Qatar could be. I feel like Saudi will be. You know, Mercedes, I feel yeah. like Abu Dhabi will be Mercedes. I know they've changed Abu Dhabi a little bit, but Qatar could go either way. But th- that's the thing. Like, uh, Max has extended his lead, what, three races in a row, yet 
the difference in points is the difference between finishing, I think it's uh, first and seventh. So it could still, if Max finishes eighth in a race, Lewis wins the next one, then Lewis is ahead in the title. So it is still like, there's so many variables that I wouldn't lose hope as, as a Lewis fan. But at the same time, Max is, you know, carrying some very, very good kind of consistency, very good kind of momentum into this into this next one, into Lager's track that, you know, he does well at typically. So mm. I'm still back in my, I'm still back in my, maybe Max Qatar, but all in all, I still think Max will, will just about sneak it. But who, who knows? knows? Who knows? Speaking of losing faith, Tandy, you really, <laughs> you really, people were so upset. Were so upset at me, the, you know. The streets were, really were like, they were like, how could you do this to us? How could you? Like, it would be like a backhanded comment where it'd be like, oh, yeah, Tandy, like, we love you, but I can't believe you said that. And it's like... I can't believe you said... She, uh, for Tomo, for, for, for reference, she said that it's... Um, she said it's not coming home. She said... Uh, she, I said, I don't think it's coming home. I don't think it's coming home. Mm. But then, that but opens then, up some old wounds, that does, too. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm already broken <laughs> from Tomo. <laughs> Um, but okay, how you expect the worst, hope for the best. Do you know what? I was taught to keep the faith in the last episode, so I'm trying yeah. to do so. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. I'm just trying to keep the faith, trying to keep the spirit alive because what's Lewis without his trusty fans? And I'm a loyal fan, you know. I had a moment of weakness, as we all do. You know, Yashu was once a slag, he had a moment of weakness. <laughs> <laughs> My predictions obviously are just always going to be for Lewis. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I have been talking a lot on Twitter. Let's move away from those two for a while. Um, about my love for Pierre Gasly and just watching him just oh. do absolutely amazing, like recently. Oh, okay. Well, fellow okay. individual of culture. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, do you want to just go into star of the day then? I've... Well, he, he oh. actually isn't. He isn't my star of the day though. Oh, okay. Don't, don't okay. judge me. Okay. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you, you just got completely off the topic, so you know. Oh, just I'm, go sorry, with it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. We're just swinging it now. Yeah, with it. Just go with it, mate. Don't worry. Tell us. Uh, <laughs> tell us why you love Pierre Gasly. I just think Pierre Gasly has absolutely amazing strategy. He's an underrated yeah. goat. He's nice yeah. to Lewis. Because I feel Cause like most people on the grid aren't nice to Lewis. I feel like they don't even invite him into the group chat because they're all... They're like, Call of Duty mates, aren't they? You know what I mean? They're all yeah, like... I love it. You know what I mean? I think he's got manners, even though I've never met him in my life. But I do feel <laughs> the kid has manners. And I've just watched him just get absolutely brilliant and brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. On Twitter, they were having a conversation about who would make a great boss in the future off the grid. And I honestly think Pierre, even if he never wins a championship, he will always be such a good person to just keep in the sport. I want to hear him on commentary. I don't want to hear freaking all these other guys. I want to hear Pierre. Hear Pierre Gasly. Mm-hmm. He is uh, very consistent this yeah. season. I, I saw a list of... Mad. All of his finishes, and obviously he had a bit of a rough patch recently with, uh, I think, some DNFs and 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 like uh, results that weren't his fault, basically. Yeah. Um, mm. But when he is 
Look, the fact that he is qualifying that car fifth on the grid ahead mm-hmm. of McLarens and um, Ferraris, incredible. Um, finishing ahead of them in the race as well, maintaining their pace. We all know, look, the Honda engine in the back of that Alpha Tauri. Yeah. Was obviously a rocket, but he has to do that job. And since he's been with no backup as well, mm-hmm. with no backup, unfortunately, you know the way. I like, look, Yuki got absolutely clotted, uh this weekend. Uh, but it wasn't really Ocon's fault; just one of those turn one incidents. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, yeah. Like I, Gasly, since he's been demoted from. Uh, from Red Bull back to Alpha Tauri, Toro Rosso at the time, uh, he has just been absolutely incredible. Tomo, yeah. how highly do you rate Pierre Gasly? Um, Very highly, my friend. Yeah. Uh, do, do you know how 18 races this year, how many times do you think he's qualified in the top six? Oh, lovely. I love that. Go on. Like this. Is, is, um, is a question. How many, how many times do you think top six? In the fifth best car, I think let's be generous yeah. over the yeah. I think over the course of the season, probably fifth best car. Yeah. How many times top six gone? I'm going to say ten. I'm saying eleven. Thirteen. Okay. Thirteen yeah, times he's qualified in the top six. Uh, like, like I, I tweeted this yesterday. Right. Fact is, when Pierre has a clean week- weekend, he's always right there at the sharp end. Great, yeah. ain't quite the same. He's so good. Like honestly, mm. I, and and I, I I'm drawn to him more as well because of the whole again like redemption arc like yeah he was in the, he was in the mud at red bull you know my understanding of 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 the issue at red bull was that and you know you know we know from some of his uh team radios he's got he's got a bit of a temper on him and yeah. I, th- I think at red bull when things weren't working out he maybe didn't handle it in in the best way you know he was only in his second full season in the sport at the time you got to remember that as well yeah. Um, and I think he's, you know, he learned a lot from that experience, went back to a team that he's comfortable in, um, that makes him feel wanted, that makes him feel like number one. And it just goes to show that that that, that alone, you know, and I think we'll put lads to about this a lot as well, is feeling like you're wanted by your manager and and, exactly. and the whole like environment that you're in. Um, I think that Pierre's just, he's, he's, he's proven that he can operate at, the top level. He did this at Zanville. You know, he, he, I think he finished at, I think he finished four. I know he finished ahead of, uh, he finished ahead of Charles at Zanville. I can't remember the exact, um, but it was, it was a similar one this weekend where, you know, he had both Ferraris behind him. They could play around with strategy, manipulate strategy to try and, you know, uh, undercut him. And, and, and Pierre just, you know, I, I saw people criticizing Pierre with like, oh, well, he just drove him fourth. It's like, no, that's amazing. Yeah. Is yeah. it an Alpha Tauri for crying yeah. out loud? That's I'm, mad. I'm not ready to see Pierre go full slithering because I don't want to see him go slithering. You know what I mean? What do you mean? As in? As in explain, full as in Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah. Right, okay. Sorry, there's a couple sorry, I was gonna say there's a couple of times you've done like Harry Potter references, yeah. I've I write not read that. a single I book, I've not watched any of the movies. Uh, you've not watched any of the movies. Look, give it, I'm gonna give it that. Oh, oh that's I don't even I'm not rating them things there, yeah. bro. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Expelliarmus, bro. Expelliarmus, mate. So I, I'm so, you you didn't say though, because I was saying I've been I've been calling I've been doing well, a been lot of Harry Potter and, shit, and I'm like, I don't actually there was a there was like a Voldemort <laughs> straight over like, his head. Bruv, there's like a Voldemort reference and I was like Yeah I don't even know Professor is that Snape. 
Yeah, the Sev- that was on the Severus Snape one. I was yeah. like, I don't even know who that Dumbledore. brother is. I'm bro. actually you don't know Professor I'm, Snape. I'm disgusted. I, who is that? Alonso. <laughs> like, huh? Alonso. Yeah, yeah, no, but no, but I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> He's got. They got the same hair. To be fair. Yeah. So. Fair. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 Uh, look, maybe we'll do a whole video of like who in F one is like a which Harry Potter character is who. Do you know that and, would do really well? Yeah, that would and, actually slap. Yeah, I, 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 look, that's definitely a post-season thing. Yeah, whilst, whilst we try and find some form of content to make. Some form of content. <laughs> um, uh, no, sorry for, for sure. Uh, Pierre Gasly. Sorry, Tommy, no. were you finished on the Pierre Gasly? No, just I was just I was just yeah. waxing lyrical basically. No, like, he, he is, and and the future. I I, I just I just don't see um, Red Bull. You know that that door reopening. So I think there's there's opportunity for another team to to. I mean, maybe, maybe when Lewis does retire. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that is, I think between him and Lando, I think for that seat is probably, and look, I think for Gasly, same thing as Perez, but probably not as long. Just keep excelling in a midfield team. Mm. Keep defying expectations of Mm. the car. Do there's no harm in staying where he is. We've seen people go to new teams struggle. There's less and less testing. So mm-hmm. you might as well stay where you are, be comfortable, perform well. And, you know, in two years, we're looking at potentially, I mean, look, uh, potentially Hamilton leaving the sport, potentially Alonso leaving the sport. We don't know how much longer Vettel's going to be in the sport. So you've got three seats there already in the next mm-hmm. one to two years which are going to be freed up you would imagine uh yeah and then and then yeah who knows what and obviously yeah if lewis does go and alonso do go you know that's that's a merry-go-round that could start potentially new teams coming in as well although porsche or salva just look like they're gonna uh, say porsche or aldi just look like they, like they want to take over alfa romeo which defeats the whole point of a new team coming onto the grid but um True. that will that will be We'll see what happens when that happens. But anyway, yeah, big up Pierre Gasly. I just think he is, I think, testament to like, uh, yeah, hard work, getting yourself back on track, showing mm-hmm. people what you can do. We're at the scene of of the start of the redemption, you know, that mm. second, uh, second place. And I was actually looking at it today. I was like, that's when we should have known that Honda engine was, was a madness when they had a tow race with Lewis Hamilton and he won it. And I was like, oh, was not expecting him to come second then. So uh, that's fair. That's fair. And also, you've again, you, you, you got to remember as well with with Pierre. Like, if he when he got dropped from Red Bull, he could have been dropped out of the sport, and we would yeah. have never yeah. have seen all yeah. of this. You know, so potentially could have easily of, happened. Mm-hmm. Kind of like album, and I guess we'll yeah, see. I was say that. <laughs> we'll kind of we'll see. I know album's your guy who you're very fond of uh quick word on on next year at williams what yeah do you i mean I'm, I'm i'm buzzing to see him back obviously the the, the pain of 2020 has left some marks i'm not gonna <laughs> lie I, I feel like I've, I've enjoyed this season a lot more um <laughs> when, when you're when your team slash driver isn't struggling then it is a more enjoyable yeah. experience but um no you know what I, I i think again you know pierre got the opportunity to you know have a bad time at red bull go back to a team who's more comfortable in and, and prove himself and hopefully Albon can do the same. That's yeah, I mean, the group chat definitely missed him. 
The boys definitely. Yeah. Bless Norris, sure Norris Russell. Yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah. At the start of the podcast, remember I used to say like he's in the in between. Like we didn't know where he was. He wasn't. Yeah. It was. Uh, he was just in the in between. He's back. Rookie of the year, twenty nineteen. Mm. Like. Got that ahead of Lando, ahead of George. Like he's he he did a really good job that season. Um, he's still in his rookie season, jumped into a Red Bull and performed super consistently. Um, but could have won that race as well. There's two races, like, like yeah, the race, the it was Brazil, wasn't it, where Lewis punted him. He probably would have won that race. Um, and well, he would have got second in that race. He probably would have won in Austria if oh, Lewis Austria didn't then punt him again. Year. Yeah. Thanks, Lewis. Thanks, Lewis. Um, it was a yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go on to stars of the day. Um, Tomo, star of the day, uh, who was the driver who did really well for you, or the thing that was cool or good. What What did you enjoy about this weekend? I think... All in all, I think my star of the day is Pierre Gasly because he had the complete weekend, you know, great quality, perfectly executed race, didn't put a foot wrong. Mm. Um, I think Verstappen, as much as we have criticised Bottas for leaving that door open, it was also a phenomenal bit of late breaking from Verstappen that got the move done. If he yeah. if he locks a break ever so slightly there, he's going straight ahead and probably not yeah. keeping that position. Um, so credit to... Credit to Max for that, for sure. Um, you know, Checo, home fans, buzzing, obviously. Big vibes. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Kimi Raikkonen P8. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, Antonio Giovinazzi kind of got shafted with his strategy. Um, but Raikkonen, when he does have a good race, um, when he doesn't just randomly drive into his teammate or into Vettel, <laughs> um, he's actually... Is that your right? In race, he's pretty decent still. So fair play, Kimi. For someone who does it as a hobby, he's, he's not too bad <laughs> at all. Uh, he loves his passion. Yeah. Oh, um, Tandy. Um, who so is mine? P- P- yeah, Pierre wasn't yours. No. Who was who was your uh, donkey of the day? Donkey? No, star. star. Yuki. <laughs> Yuki Tsunoda. Okay. Listen. Let's talk about Yuki. Yuki Tsunoda, yeah? Yeah. In quality. Did everything I wanted him to do. <laughs> he listened to the radio, moved up the way of the sister car. Let's talk just, about this. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. We should talk, talk about, about it. it. We should talk yeah. about it. I was, because like, <laughs> carry on, Tandy, because like, I don't think you've done anything wrong. <laughs> me neither, right? I, I, I don't think you've done anything wrong. Um, so for those yeah. of you, who maybe like um I wonder what we're talking about and I just, just to give some context. Mm. Yuki Tsunoda had an engine penalty, so it was always going to be uh, at the back of the grid. But um uh, Alpha Tauri obviously in, uh wanted uh, to help him to help give Gasly a tow. So they uh, stuck him on some soft tires in Q2 and 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 got him through to to Q3 to to enable him to give Gasly a toe, which was obviously you know going to help him with his lap, uh, which he did uh, effectively, clearly because Gasly qualified so high uh, on the grid. What happened after though was obviously Yuki is at the front of the queue giving Gasly a toe. He lets Gasly go through afterwards. 
Um, and he's going through, going around the track, and he gets word that the two Red Bulls are coming behind him on a quick lap. They're going really quick. You know, obviously, give them room, make space for them. By the time that they, where they caught up to him on the track was at a chicane. There's nowhere in a chicane for him to go. Um, So he thought, I get rightly, I guess, you know, that he would just go off track, jeopardize his tires and his time, whatever. He'll go mm-hmm. off track, give them the whole road. What he probably didn't account for was that it would create some dust uh, and it made a bit more of a spectacle than it was. Checo Perez following behind um, got distracted. <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah. No, yeah. That was right. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Checo <laughs> Perez like, got distracted and pretty much followed him off. Yeah. So now Checo Perez is off and nearly kind of took him out, but didn't, not really, but they're quite close. And Checo Perez is waving at him like, ah, what are you doing? So Checo Perez has ruined his lap. These are their last laps of qualifying, by the way. There's no other chance to, to go from there. And Max obviously sees two cars off the track and he obviously goes to the CK and he knows that he probably has to lift. He can't go any quicker because they all, you know, he as someone who's had a pole position taken away from him for not slowing down at an incident, he probably uh, had that in his exactly. mind and, and didn't go through it. So essentially Yuki Tsunoda, it appeared that he ruined Red Bull's laps uh, as they were looking to get pole position. The data would not support that. I don't think either of them were going quick enough to get pole position. Correct. Um, But why are we talking about this? Um, We're talking about this because when interviewed um, afterwards, Christian Horner, they asked Christian Horner, what's happened? You guys are third and fourth, obviously not expected. We all, you know, we thought you were going to qualify first and second. And he says, uh, we've been synoded, which I guess is an implication that this is a driver in, in a way that you might have got grosjean or you might have been kobayashi or you might have... Maldonado's. Maldonado's. Yeah. That's if the a, one. A driver... Maldonado is actually the phrase. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> like a... But a, a driver who is known for doing uh, silly things and you have been caught up in that silly thing, whether that's being punted off the track or whatever. Uh, and it's essentially putting blame on Yuki's door for their poor performance, which... For a driver quite low on confidence already, um, it invited him to be, uh, I guess, harshly criticised by Red Bull fans. It's not and, and fair. The, okay. Scapegoated. Scapegoated. If, we, if yeah. we think about how the hounding that would have been coming from Yuki in his radio when the two Red Bulls were coming up behind him, take yeah. that into account. Take all the pressure this man has been receiving throughout the season yeah where he's been really trying he works as hard as everybody else and then all that in your ear and you're hearing the big dogs well you know god's gift is behind you <laughs> check out yeah. Perez. check out anyway I, i'll talk about him in a minute but I, he was, that was yeah. his own fault that was his own fault yeah and christian horner is a bully he's a bully and he did that and it was mean and i think Absolutely. Yeah, and I think I honestly think Yuki Yuki knows what he's doing. We've seen we've seen. Do you remember him defending himself against Hamilton in Istanbul? That was yeah, that was great. 
Yep. We know he's great, but I just think he's in a team, slithering, and <laughs> they're incredibly mean to him. I think they're just so mean to him. And I yeah. he's my driver. Like, quality was, was Checo's thing. Sometimes in, in Formula 1, yeah, even the one who goes out can get the driver of the day because they made it interesting. No, they did us I, a favour. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I look, he, they... they they definitely, definitely created a, a massive talking point, and I look. I don't think we've had as much engagement on our Twitter page as the lashings that we were giving Red Bull on Saturday night. It was incredible. But, um, but uh, Tomo, what did you make of? Uh, I guess of, of the incident and and the fallout from it because th- there was a lot of fallout after that which yeah. Christian yeah, I mean, to dismiss. Okay, but. so so given the incident itself, I mean I, I don't see what more Yuki could have done if you're gonna yeah. any kind of blame. If you are going to blame that car for being in that position, then you have to blame his engineer. Um yeah. I because how's Yuki meant like he's he's focusing on his right he was on a slow down lap. Um <laughs> He was on a cool down lap. He got out of the way of Gasly. I, I don't understand what more he could have done. I, I can't, like, he, he got off track. He went offline to get out of the way. It was an unfortunate part of the track to come across someone. It was just a shame yeah. that it was at that part and not a slower, like a, you know, a slower chicane or, or a hairpin or something. Um, you know, it's one of them where it was unfortunate. I don't blame Sergio for being distracted. You know, you're driving through the quickest kind of, you know, turning part of the, the circuit you see a big plume of of dust you know they're they're, they're operating on such a you know, you know especially it's q3 quick like quick yeah. lap i don't begrudge because i think sergio just lost the rear end a little bit where he turned right um you know there was no you can't you can't uh, people try and say oh yuki generated turbulent air no he was going like super slow on a track where you know there's only 80% air pressure anyway um, because of the altitude. So that wasn't a factor. And I don't blame Perez for being distracted. He did make a mistake, but again, he he saw the smoke. So whatever, it's one of them. It's just an unfortunate how it came out. Um, But in terms of the reaction, yeah, I I was really like, I was really pissed off at at Horner afterwards because I I just feel like, you know, I I can, I can give the drivers benefit right in this instance because they're the ones in the car they're the ones you know you know this is dangerous sport right and they're putting big g in it it's you know the adrenaline all of that right and drivers say things and you know whether it's like monaco and hamilton getting annoyed with the team whether it's verstappen like running his mouth you know i mean i i, I can look at these instances and be like look i'm gonna give drivers benefit of the doubt because they're the ones who are going 180 yeah. 200 miles an hour right putting their lives on the line <laughs> because we know it can be dangerous um, but the team principles there's a responsibility there um, to, to conduct yourself and yeah if you're Toto and Horner are going to banter each other like that's fine it's good crack like I enjoy it you see it with yeah. Premier League managers all the time like I ain't got a problem with that but you know you've got these young drivers coming through the Red Bull ranks and Christian Horner's got a responsibility as you know he's he's the, the, the top dog him and Helmet like they've got a responsibility to protect their drivers they've got a responsibility to in how they conduct themselves afterwards. And, you know, you could see them backtracking like a madness on on, on, sat, on Sunday yeah. in terms of like, you know, not, oh, it wasn't me or it was, you know, it was, you know, they, they were pulling back afterwards because yeah. I think Christian realized that, you know, what he said wasn't fair, wasn't, you know, productive. And, you know, I think, yeah, I, I just, I just didn't like it. And, yeah. you know, I, I think the Red Bull junior program, it gets a lot of stick. I think, Ultimately, 
the Red Bull Junior mm. program has given a lot of young drivers motorsport careers that wouldn't otherwise without their financial support. Um, and I respect that. Not all of them get to F1, but a lot of them, you know, Jean-Éric Verne, Buemi, Bourdais, list goes on, um, all had very successful racing careers outside of Formula One. But it's instances like this that it's just like, that. you know, Yuki's such a young lad and to to say something like that, that's like Vettel calling Ricardo, um, sorry, calling Kvyat a torpedo. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, yeah. And that's your, that's your, that's that, that's like the top dog. And it's just like, no, I, I just thought it was really disrespectful. Just mm-hmm. not on. I didn't like it at all from Christian. I, guys, you know, guys know how I feel about Christian Horner. I think that he is a prick. But, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, use my words more and not just like call people names but essentially <coughs> this is not i do it the all first... the time like do it just do no, it no, for sure. <laughs> but i feel like you're you're really good at that whereas i'm just like i think i feel like what i want to say is we've seen it before with christian in the heat of a moment sometimes he can be uh, loose with his mouth mm. and those Loose comments have consequences. I'm thinking of Silverstone, um, um, where you know I think there was a character assassination on Hamilton, and because he was upset, it was in a moment. Um, and I think there's times with his younger drivers where he um, sometimes, sometimes the, you know he will support them, but then sometimes the the kind of mask does slip. Sometimes that if he's upset and he can say things which. I guess don't really uh, engender kind of any positivity or confidence in, in that driver. And he just should know better than to do what he did. And I just think with Yuki, it's a shame because I think it it's kind of like open season on him already mm. with, you know, his like, I think, I don't think enough is made of the fact that, you know, English isn't his first language and, uh, I think, you know, there's already media comments about that. I think PDR has been the worst about that and kind of saying, oh, you know, you know, he should pack his little little bags and, and go home, you know, if, if, he, if he can't take it or whatever. And I just found that quite you know, infantilizing him like that, you know, when English is, you know, how many languages do you speak? He probably does speak Italian, but that's not the point. Um, so I just think, um, yeah, w- with stuff like that, he doesn't need any more media pylons and for for him to like essentially dump the red bull lack of pace in q3 you know uh, all that incident on on yuki when you know, the and saying like you know both drivers were up in 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 in, in, uh, in the first sector when you know neither driver was on for pole position um i just exactly. i found i found that I just think that was nasty. I think it was, I think making him a scapegoat and chucking one of your young drivers under the bus is very kind of what Christian would do, especially when it comes to Max. And I just, I find it personally a bit nauseating, but that's me. I'm, I'm very much in the don't like Christian camp, but he's good value for TV. He, you know, he's good value for DTS. He's good value for the sport. And obviously, he's doing a good job at Red Bull this season. But I didn't like it. I thought it was nasty. But mm. I'm glad that 
I liked Yuki sticking to his guns on, on Twitter yeah. and saying... And Franz Toss yeah. backed him up as well, to be yeah. fair as well. Yeah. I appreciated that. That's good. That's good. I didn't see that. So that's, that's good. Yeah. I think it's good that it's good that, yeah, he, he, there was nothing else he could have done. It was, mm-hmm. it was an unfortunate event. It was hilarious, by the way, that I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed qualifying. If I knew how horrible <laughs> the race would be, I probably wouldn't have shouted my mouth off. But you know what? Yeah, we've got, we've got to enjoy these moments because. Hey, got to take the good times. You got to take the good times when we can because mm-hmm. they are slim pickings at the moment. And also, <laughs> um, this season's nearly coming to an end. And, you know, we'll be sat here in, you know, in, in the depth of January. Like, I, 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 I wish I could laugh at Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't. So, um, so yeah. Uh, quickly, my start of day, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Sebastian Vettel. Well done, mate. Seventh place. Very good race. Very good race. Really good race. Uh, well done, Sebastian. I can praise you. I'm not just on I was you thinking all the time. that. But painful. Uh, because yeah. you know, <laughs> that's his like that's his level. Like, but he did well. He got the best out of that car. I mm. wish there was more weekends like that. I think mm. he gets too caught up in midfield mire. He doesn't progress that car up mm. through the grid but i think that car is not great and i think the real no. test for sebastian will be to- tomorrow <laughs> will be next season and mm. you know we'll Definitely. see we know a lot of money's gone into that car we know that aston martin i think in three four five years time aston martin are going to be a completely different team to the one they are now they're a team on the up and we'll see if Vettel can stay there long enough to be that there when it's a good car um but we'll see next season is the one for him i don't i think he's been disappointed this season but i think there have been reasons for that um so i'm going to give him some leeway he's got to stop spinning it on his own he seems to stop that for now so let's see um uh, donkeys i'm gonna go first i just want to get this out of the way i'm gonna get this out of the way we we've he's kind of like the guy that we don't mention on here, but I just you know what I've had enough. Okay, <laughs> the key of Mazepin, <laughs> I've had enough. I have had enough. Did he get lapped by Latifi? I think he I, did. He, he in did. the classification, what, yeah. he's done one fewer laps than the Latifi. Yeah. yeah. For for those of you who are wondering why is that a big deal, Mazepin is lost mm-hmm. in eighteenth place. He got lapped by the guy in 17th place, okay? Do you know how slow you have to be to be last? And then the guy who is in front of you be a whole lap quicker. Whole lap. It's like, you know, when you go, sometimes when you go go-karting and then you're mixed in with like some of like the professional dons and oh you're God, just kind of going me. around like you. Tan- Tom, yeah. I don't know if you heard. Tandy. Oh no, what? No, Tandy went go-karting and she described her performance uh, verbatim, she said she was like Lando Norris. Yeah. Out there. Oh, yeah. Cool. She was like Lando Norris. Out there. Yeah. Where, did, where, where did you go? What, what karting track? Ah, oh, Daytona. Yes, nice. Mm-hmm. Daytona is decent. Yeah, Daytona's and decent. I was with a bunch of because my work actually sponsor Team GB. Oh, what is it? I don't know. Let me not. Let me not put it out mm-hmm. there. Um. So I went actually beat most of the professionals um oh, professionals, as in professional as in pro- professionals like at your work 
or professional go-kart drivers, Please, right? This is my story. <laughs> um, professionals are professionals. Yeah, uh, professionals. Stop jumping um, in. Jeez. Even got a cool picture in my with my red hair and my cool Daytona red attire. Yeah, I was just killing it, you know, but... Them ones. Like, I could have gone professional, but I had a knee injury. You had a knee injury in there. Yeah. That set you back. Same. You set me back. But we <laughs> truly, me and Yuki could have been, you know, we could have been homies. <laughs> could have been, you know, they were saying to me, you know, you, you look great for the Red Bull Academy. And I said, guys, yeah. you know, let me just no. stick to writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play. We'll That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate it. Um, anyway, Mazepin. Um, Awful, awful. The Ray J messaging qualifying about having to give space to to Mick and then and then following that up in the interviews and still being mad about it. Brother, you're washed. Oh my god, I hate this storm so much. Did no- you see did mm. you see what he said that he hopes that he can get a seat at a better team? Brother. I'm like, fam. Why are you? You're getting destroyed by your rookie teammate. It's like Mick. Mick will finish ahead of Latifi sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mazepin will finish a lap behind. Like it's not even close. It's really not. Like in terms of pure race performance, he's nowhere near. And I can't. You. You can't excuse that. It's a rookie teammate. No, it's the Russian money, guys. It's the Russian uh, money. Crazy. It's like, unless your dad buys Mercedes, <laughs> yeah. you're never going to win. As like, go to a top team or go yeah, to, yeah. like, you, you are, you're so bad. You've got an awful personality. It's not even like. Yeah. It's an attitude know, problem, man. It's so dry as well. Oh, uh, like it's, it's just. <laughs> it's a privileged attitude problem. Yeah. Like, I, I've yeah. got such a like they have to cut on backseat driver, they have to cut out so so many times I've just gone on a rant about Nikita, they've just had to cut it out because it's just too it's too X rated. I can't Well, you know what? We're not cutting shit here. Good. He is a prick. And yeah. I am honestly I'm gutted that he's taking up space that someone else could yeah. be doing. Mm-hmm. That's shame. what it is. Like he is five percent of that grid, and it is uh, absolute wasted space. Mm. He is not quick. He's not good on in one lap pace. He's not good in combat. He's got a really awful attitude. He is. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about all the other shit that we all know that's there. Yeah. So he's not nice to women. Okay, there you go. I like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, even like saying it, and I shouldn't, but like saying it, it it's just like, it's incredible that we're at a point, and I, I didn't want to talk about him on the pod because, you know, it's obvious what he is and it's obvious what he did. And, you know, we don't, I, I don't like giving light to pricks unless mm-hmm. they're coming in our mentions chat shit. And in which case, then you'll fucking, you can. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking Mazepin, I just, this weekend, I just found myself being like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Like, you are so bad. You're awful to your teammate. You're awful to your team. Your, your team, I literally have to tell you to shut the, the fuck up. The team don't like him. Yeah. He don't like him. Um, you know, and he's, and the thing is, he's going to stay around. Because Dean yeah. Haas is most likely going to sell that team to him and it's just going to become his dad's team. So we've got a Lance Stroll situation. I'm not that I'm comparing him, but I'm just saying, you know, 
it's tough to see Lawrence Stroll getting rid of Lance, and it would be tough to see um, uh, Mazepin's dad ever ditching Mazepin for another yeah. driver. So let, as, if that money is staying in the sport, uh, then we're always going to have this guy who will never fully grasp or fully have that humility to say that he's not good enough at this level and we just have to deal with these radio um, radio outbursts. We're going to have to deal with this awful driving. And I just wanted to put on record that this podcast absolutely cannot stand that guy. I just pray for the day yeah. that he's no longer It's fuck him track. every like, day. Every day. Every fucking day. 24, like, 8. And like, we've held that in for what episode is this now I can't remember but like we've heard that in for so many yeah. episodes because we just didn't want to like didn't want yeah. to acknowledge him but it has to be acknowledged he's fucking awful yeah. sorry that's, that's we're not even we're not sorry no no we're not, we're not sorry. sorry I just, I just yeah. honestly I just uh, I just honestly he's just what a prick mm. um, sorry so um, donkeys mm-hmm. I'm going to go Tandy then you Tomo um, Tandy donkey of the day um, this guy's starting to piss me off. Very <laughs> honest. Uh, Checo Perez. Lion. What? Oh my days! <laughs> you always me for that day. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Sandy! Leaving. Wow. Leaving. I want to hear this, right? Nah. I haven't got any popcorn, but where's, where's I feel like I nah. feel like I should. Bear annoying this race, you know. Why? That whole thing with Yuki at the start, mate. Come on now. Which what, what thing? Qualifying what that we've just been talking oh, about. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> And have you ever seen that meme where it's a guy and he's celebrating on the podium, but he's like on third place? Yeah, that's you. Do you know what I mean? That's you. You, you cut out slightly, so I'm just oh, sorry, sorry. to repeat that. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have all I had seen... was you were celebrating on the podium. Yeah, have you ever seen that meme where the guy's on the podium and he's celebrating? Oh, okay. and he's like He's like throwing champagne yeah. everywhere, but he's on third place. Like, I just think... It's... I think it's been brewing for a while now. Um, if you remember so a, few, a few episodes back, I was like, Nyasha, you don't like him, do you? I think it was okay. in my own hate for him. Okay, and right. I don't think it's a level of hate, but he's just so fucking annoying. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, yeah? I, I will say this about Perez, that, like, I don't think mm. I think there's a heavy Red Bull tax on that car yeah. and his performance what I will say is he's done really well recently since it sounds like he's gone to his own setup and he's really at one with that car a lot more than he was before so right. you know the gaps to Max in qualifying and, and whatever are better and right. he's obviously finished on the podium three times in a row so but for me I don't think I think Perez is a good driver. I don't think Perez is an elite driver. And I think that I think showed that showed people... by the gaps to and but I think other people put him in an elite I, so Tomo, let's have it. Like I think that I think that's shown by the gaps. I, I guess you know Austin it, we can't really judge it because obviously he had the water issue, so you know that obviously affecting him after like lap 20. I don't think Checo Perez is 
elite. Change my mind, Tomo. Same. Okay. <laughs> well, 2020. Yes. Probably driver of the year. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. He, he, okay. I would say Lewis was, but P4 yeah. <laughs> in the P4 in a, in a force India shoestring budget. Priesta, my um, money. But it was the pink Mercedes. So there's heavy pink Mercedes tax. On okay. That. Look at his entire force India career. Was it seven podiums? Yeah, for sure. In that car consistently beat teammates every single season. Okay. Fair play. Um, fair play. I, I, I think, look, I, I think the Red Bull this year, the fact that we've seen how good Gasly is, um, the fact that, all three, Gasly, Albon and Perez, in terms of quality gap to Max has been pretty similar. Checo has done a better job, but he should do a better job because he's had 10 years experience in the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I, I'm reluctant to look too deep into this year because I, and I think most of us agree that Red Bull is, you know, that that team is, is all its eggs are in the, the max basket. I don't think yeah. they've given, even when like Daniel Ricciardo left for a reason, right? And, and and at the stage, like he was, he was on a level with Max. Like there wasn't, I mean, he beat Max in, I can't, I can't remember exactly, Monaco but I know he beat Max. And China, I think. Yeah, but like overall like, driver's oh, championship right, yeah. in 2017. I think Max beat him in 2018, but Daniel had, Daniel, Max had three retirements in 2018. Daniel had eight. Yeah, no, I think as soon as he signed that eight. Renault contract, I, I don't know what Juju Christian Horner done on his car, but he was like yeah. retiring yeah. every other race with like, because oh, there was like engine issues with the Renault, weren't it? So, mm. they, so many times like yeah. the dnf rate was and then he went to Renault, which is yeah. weird because that's the engine that kept blowing up but anyway um now obviously that uh, perez always did well like he he, he le- when he left mclaren he didn't have a great stint at mclaren um he was at Sauber before then went to force india and consistently that team was a you know, you know like i feel like certain drivers um you know do well at teams, and you could make this argument about Pierre Gasly equally. I, I feel like in, in terms of their career tra- trajectories, it's been quite similar in terms of um, Perez was great at Sauber, not great at McLaren, but then really, really good at like a lower team. Pierre, great at Toro Rosso, not great at Red Bull, really, really good now. He's back at Toro Rosso. And, yeah. I, and I feel like, you know, you could make the argument that Perez has jumped into a top car now and isn't delivering, but... I feel like this is the third driver now who's been a country mile off Max. Perez is no way that slow relative to Max. He's got less points this year than he did. Uh, sorry, after 17 races this year, he scored less points in a Red Bull than he did in the Force India the pre- year previous. Mm. And the Red Bull's the best car like this year. Yeah. I, I think overall, um, certain tracks Mercedes have been an advantage, but overall the Red Bull's the best car this year. So I feel like there's there's more to it than like a it's not a it's not a, it's not a fair fight I don't think between Max and Sergio, um, <laughs> like it is I think between Bottas and and Hamilton I, I think Mercedes do give the same platform to both those drivers but Red Bull don't. There is an argument though that Checo is the best fitted Red Bull driver we've had in a few years since Ricardo. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So do you think maybe my hate comes from the fact that they're blending so well together and I'm a bit Mercedes biased on that term? Well, look, let's let's be real as well. Perez Mm. has only got five podiums this year. Mm -hmm. Um, He hasn't had a, like he's had a better year than Gasly and Albon, but they didn't set the bar very high. Like 
he's still brought, I think Bottas has like 13 podiums. Um, you know, Perez has had some some shockers this year. Um, but again, for a driver to go from many people's driver of the season in 2020 to jump into a new car, you look at how well Carlos Sainz has transitioned from McLaren to, yeah. you know, Ferrari. You don't lose talent overnight, you know, for... For for Perez to go from having his best season in F1 without any shadow of a doubt, you know, that race at, at Sakir was so... Yes, he was fortunate with George, but he was so good to come from the back to yeah. win. Like, he was so good last year. Um, and I, I just feel like there... When you look at his entire career, um, this Red Bull blip, I feel like you... There's so... I can give him... I, I feel like I can give him too much benefit of the doubt. There's too much benefit of the doubt for him to not be. And I feel like next year, you know, it's new cars for everyone. Mm. Um, Not just, you know, this is a good time for Albon to come into a new team because, you know, every single driver on this grid has got a new car to get used to next year fundamentally. And I will be super interested to see how close Perez and Max are because I think they'll be a lot closer than they they are this year. I will meet you here same time next year, Lance. That's it. 2022. Eighth of November, twenty-two. We'll definitely we'll schedule in a, a Mexico post-race next yeah. year. And we'll see. We'll see what's happened. That's if we, we haven't been cancelled. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Tomo, mm. that leaves us with you. Uh, who was your donkey of the day? My donkey of the day was Lance Stroll. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Been getting quality, uh, started at the back and, you know, Aston Martin struggling points-wise, you know, that they've fallen off the back of AlphaTauri and Alpine now. Um, yeah. They're in that kind of, they're, they're not going to get caught by Williams, but they're not going to catch um, ahead of them. He needs to be scoring points and, you know, weird qu- crashing quality as well. He kind of seemed to have it and then just got on the dust a bit. Yeah. Binned it, started at the back and, you know, had an okay start. But then he just had that that incident where he just d- didn't break and almost wiped out like two cars. Yeah. Went across the grass, undid any kind of good work that he had done. Just Did a, a super forgettable. as well? Um, they had a little bit of a coming together. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, I don't think there was any kind of significant yeah. damage to either car there. But yeah, it was just uh, a bit of a shocker for... For Sir Lancelot, for Strolovich, as his surname actually uh, is. Did you know that? It's actually Lance really? Strolovich. Strolovich. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. To be fair, with Strolovich, yeah, he just man likes Strolovich. He just man, wants to. He wants. He wants to bake or paint. He doesn't <laughs> want to be in a car. Like, he's living his dad's <laughs> dream. He's like, no, the dad, right? I want to paint. <laughs> he just dad, wants maple dance. syrup. I want to right. dance, dad. Look, the thing is with Lance, right? I, I feel like, and again, this is this is the distinction I think we can make against pay pay drivers because look, all drivers need financial support mm, to come into the sport, yeah. right? M- M- Lewis isn't getting the opportunities he gets without McLaren picking him up early doors. You know, Lance isn't getting him without you know his dad's money, and mm. one is more of a meritoc- meritocracy way in one is a financial way in but lance is still only what he's just turned 23 yeah, um, he's, still he's still super young he's had loads of years in the sport i think he's he could do, like he's a he's a competent driver i still don't think he's like one of the best drivers on the grid by any sh- 
any shadow of doubt. But the time that his dad's money has bought him in the sport has turned him into a solid driver. And, you know, he's beaten Vettel a lot of times this year. Um, yeah. Not most of the time, but but plenty of times. And that was four-time world champion. You know what I mean? He's, he's not racing against any monks. He put, you know, he got a pole last year in, in Turkey. You know, that doesn't happen by accident. He's got plenty of podiums. Um, he is a competent racing driver, but um, again, it's one of them where, like, I know, don't talk about Mazepin anymore, but I just don't see that. I don't see that character development um, yeah. like we have seen with, with yeah. Stroll because I think Stroll, you know, He's a good bloke. He's, he's he's driving well most of the time. He just had a bit of a shocker this weekend, but he he can deliver on his day. He has shown those signs of being decent. It's not it's not consistent enough. I mean, last year he was having a great season up until that crash at Mugello, and then it just kind of fell off relative to Sergio. But it's at least shown us glimpses. It just wasn't his weekend this one. Yeah, for sure. Will we? Uh, I think I just want to touch on. Another nice guy who had a poor weekend. I just want to say Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo. What was that? <laughs> what do you make of the first corner? Do you think who who was at fault or was it a racing incident for you two? What, what the Bottas Ricciardo? The Bottas and Ricciardo mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I am actually going to be honest and say I think it was Daniel's fault because I actually watched that over and over again. And I, I think it was Daniel's fault. I'm just going to say it was Daniel's fault because I think he went in. I think when you go in and then you lock your tires and then you hit someone, mm-hmm. it, I, I just... doesn't look good, does it? doesn't yeah. look good. It just doesn't look like... I think it's the definition of like sticking in, sticking a wheel in and just kind of like, he kind of, he's down the inside and he's just gone, right, I'm going to outbreak everyone here, which he always does. And I just... He, he just put his car somewhere where I guess he probably didn't expect Bottas to kind of come through the way he did, but I don't yeah. think, I don't think Bottas has enough of his view of Daniel to be able to see that coming. So it's probably a racing incident. It was, it was, it was a racing incident. Wasn't they it? classed it as a racing incident, which yeah. I, I think, I think for me, it's that 60, 40 Daniel, yeah. um, which is, which is not enough of a split to call, give it a penalty yeah. um, because Daniel did. Yeah. He did lock up, but I think, by the time he hit the apex, he did seem to have control of the car. You know, Bottas, where obviously Max had gone past him, Lewis had gone up the inside. He'd tried to kind of open up the corner, yeah. Um, which you can't begrudge Bottas for doing that. I think Daniel, you know, he did make the apex. He would have made the corner comfortably if Bottas wasn't there. So I get why they didn't give a penalty. I would, yeah, it's, it's slightly more on Daniel because it's definitely not Bottas's fault. Yeah. Um, but it's one of them where it's, I, I'm not surprised they just gave it as a racing incident yeah. and it, it mm. kind of ruined both of their races, didn't it? It did, yeah. It was peak. Curious, uh, I just want to touch a curious case of Lando Norris. Um, Back of the grid to 10th? Yeah. Well, well, do you not, do you just like see, does he seem like a bit weird in interviews these days? I don't know if yeah. it's just me. Yeah. He just seems really like, yes. I don't know, like yes. some dudes. I don't know. It just always seems like a bit really, sad. Yeah, miserable, right? It's a bit sad. Tomo, do you think Lando's sad? I think he's a com- he's a confidence driver, Lando. Yeah, I, I really feel like he's still kind of, you know, in his first year, he was like super hard on himself a lot of the time. Mm. And I, I don't know, maybe you know, it is we are that part of the season now where Daniel does seem to have gotten hold of this McLaren and. Yeah. Um, is pulling out better performances than Daniel was relative at the start of the season. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think all in all, like Lando can be 
quite happy with how the, the race panned out. I mean, to come from the back to 10th is, yeah. is pretty good. It's just when Ferrari are scoring 18 points and McLaren have scored one, um, yeah. it's hard to take the positives from that weekend because it is, you know, it is for, for, for anyone who isn't Max and Lewis, it is all about the constructors, really, yeah, isn't it? For sure. For sure. Okay, guys, look, we have uh, broken down. Man, you know what we're everything really bad at? Everything. No, really bad at. You know what, Tanya? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a video. Mm-hmm. Where I say, like, subscribe to the channel. And I put that, like, at the start. I keep forgetting. Uh-huh. But if you're this far, <laughs> you're probably already subscribed. <laughs> but if you're not, press that subscribe button. Yeah. And, uh, please double check, double check. And, and yeah, put the notification thing on. So you yeah, yeah. Thank you for all the... <laughs> this is Thank the first you. video since the fucking... <laughs> oh my God. Let's talk Thank about you. that. Thank you, guys. Okay. Our haters are our motivators, my darling. I, <laughs> I love you guys. I was guys, eating that shit up. Love. I, I spent two weeks ago, Monday and Tuesday. Mm. I just wa- I was just watching the views go up on this video. We have, you know what? The only other time we got 1,000 views on a video mm. was when you made us your mystery YouTuber. I think on our third yeah. episode. And then it just went like crazy. So... Um, I was like looking at the videos, I was like, wow, these videos are going mad. Uh, and then obviously, you're looking at the comments, holy crap, you guys love Martin Bundle. <laughs> and, uh, you, have, you have not seen the comments because I obviously put it on my website, genbmag.com, yeah. and I tend to push the articles on Facebook. I did the mistake of, I do targeted pushing as well. So I I put all the, Mm. it was either between, when I was target pushing, it was either between, I put it towards the black community, I put it towards the racist, the telegraph readers. And I put it towards the telegraph readers. You know, I know you guys are Smashed it. (laughs) not want to see those comments. Really? I'll I'll send you some because they're a bit. Look, I just think, guys, like, and Tommy, you're a creator as well. Like, honestly, Thank you for all of the comments that you guys left because it just sent that algorithm into fucking speed drive. Yeah. It got us those views. And we take on board criticism, like constructive criticism. Love that. Do you know what I mean? If you've got if we've said something and that's like not factually correct, yeah. love that. Correct that. <laughs> what I do not care about is just you lot crying because mm-hmm. we're defending Meg the Stallion. So many tears. And what like, I will not accept on this podcast is comments like, I don't even know the black chick. Don't yeah, say that. No, we're not going to have that. I'll find you. <laughs> we're not going to have that. And also yeah. she's like, someone was like, she was dressed like a prostitute. I was like, brother. Park. But like, like there's, there's no world we probably where sat you at home, could, you could hand. hand in your mum's house. In your mum's yard. This is it. This is it all the time, right? The people who spew that kind of nonsense, right? They're the ones who mm-hmm. are the most insecure. They're the ones who yeah. are struggling most. They're yeah. the Because no person, no right mind person who's happy and content and whole in their life spreads that kind of stuff exactly. online. So they're the ones like, you know what I mean? I, I, I find myself, I'm like, 
why am I wasting my time trying to reason with someone who just wants a response from oh, me yeah, yeah. when there's 95% of people love what I do, who watch what I do, love what I do. I should be giving them my energy mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm making a conscious effort in 2022 to be way more like, just ignore, mm-hmm. that, they're not, that all they want, that's that's their little yeah. dopamine hit of the day that you've responded and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. 100%. Fuck them. Honestly, um yeah, I think same with us as well, especially me. Like I used to love going back and forth with people, but mm-hmm. I was actually like I made a decision. We made a decision on Tuesday after that video came out that no negative comments yeah i'm just gonna ignore them things now yeah. negative tweets we're just gonna ignore them now because guys we love all you guys that support us and we appreciate you guys that support us and look we've now got enough clout we've got tomo on so we're <laughs> big in the game right now <laughs> and look we're one hour 30 in as well so if you've got yeah. to this yeah. stage you're clearly a super you're fan. If you are exactly. a troll and you've got to this stage, then please check yourself. Like, yeah. come on. Just, <laughs> spend an hour and a half listening to we'll people late. You know I mean? Go oh, outside, yeah. touch Go some outside. grass, mate. Please, yeah. come on. Me and right. Yashu are good on any MLK Boulevard. Don't ever get it twisted. We are loved by our, we're, we're by really our loyal loved. listeners who are absolutely and amazing. And sometimes I'll be down and I'll just look at the Quick Stop F1 and there's so many nice comments. It's yeah, really, exactly. really yeah like that's what you gotta focus on, on this planet yeah so. yeah for sure but thanks um, for the views though Ow. thanks for the views we'll take those um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, win-win so thank you um guys we're gonna bounce what a lovely uh way to end that what mm-hmm. an incredible guest tom wow, that was incredible mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on bro yeah. that was incredible. Um, no, thank you so much for having me my that, absolute pleasure oh man tom where can people find you on social media and so forth well type mm-hmm. in tomo on youtube t-o-m-m-o there he is. Five letters, nice and <laughs> concise. Yeah. And if you see some pink thumbnails pop up, then give one of them a click. Yeah. Um, Tom McCluskey underscore everywhere else. Uh, um, yeah, thank you so much, guys, for having me. Really appreciate it. No, good love fun. that. Love that. How many, how many yeah. subs do you want now, bro? Uh, it's 223. 223. Um, I've got to say, guys, check out his channel. Uh, when we started the podcast, I was sending Tandy all of Tomo's shit. Like, I want it. One day we're gonna have get to look as slick as one day's gonna look as slick as this. I love oh, the way you do your channel, bro. All the way, all the graphics, mm-hmm. all the little like all the stuff, like content you do is informative, easy to digest. I love the uh, chin wags, all of that. It's it's Thank great you, stuff. Man. So if you are listening to us and you like what we do, you're gonna love what this guy does. So yeah. make sure make sure you check that out. Uh, Tandy, so- any last words before we? Bounce out. Um, oh, oh, I, oh, oh, shit. Brazil, baby. Brazil. Hey, hey, hey. I think there's one Sao more Paulo. crazy race left this season. We've yeah. got a, we've got a secure like type race mm. coming. It it. I mean, I guess it's hard because. At that point, Hamilton already kind of won the title, so they were, you know, I guess it, it kind of lended itself to that. But I just feel either Interlagos craziness, we've got two new tracks coming up, and we've got 
obviously Abu Dhabi, new track layouts. Guys, anything can happen in these last anything four races. We happen. don't have a clue. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, documenting the season with you guys, and thank you for listening. We're mm-hmm. going to bounce. Tomo, goodbye. Thank, thank you. you. Farewell. And don't lose hope, Tandy. Like Nyasha said, anything can happen. Sprint race (laughs) shenanigans can bring up plenty of drama. Trust me. It'll be good. It's going to be awesome. It's all love. It's all love. Tandy loves it when you guys tweet um, about stuff she says on the pod, by the way. Please keep that up. You guys um, stay on my neck. And do you know what? (laughs) Fair play. Fair play. They're going to keep you accountable, bro. Um, So, guys, we're going to bounce. We'll see you after Brazil next week. We have another really cool guest, actually. I think Mm. now, I think we're running back former guests that we've had. So, out of all of our former guests, who do you think we're going to have back? Let us know. But um, from there, we'll see you soon. Take care, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. The corrupt powers that rule this nation are hard at work. They are trying to keep wages low and the rent high. They are quick to line the pockets of big businesses, but tell us they can't find a dime for the people. I understand this. I've seen the rot from the inside as a state senator, and it's ugly and widespread. On Unboss, we are working to change that. Every day on Unboss, we are bringing you the stories that really matter. We talk about power, corruption, justice, or lack thereof, and we break this down every weekday giving you the tools to give the power back to where it belongs with the people i'm nina turner and i am unbought and unbossed listen to unbossed on apple Podcasts. acast helps creators launch grow and monetize their podcasts everywhere acast.com